Blog Talk Radio. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Ann Ortley's Weekly Weather. My name is Ann Ortley. I'm an astrologer in New York City, and I'm broadcasting this afternoon, this early evening, from the bright red desk. And it's bright and sunny out, and it's a beautiful Sunday here uh, on uh, April 22, 2018. So what we do here at the Weekly Weather is we talk about the week ahead and what's going to happen. We talk about a little bit about the week that we had, because it was pretty wild. And uh, kind of give you, you know, like what the heavens are saying and how you can use it. So for some people, this was a fabulous week. They got great stuff accomplished. They charged through the world because there was a lot of energy out there. And other people didn't have such a good week because... It was hard energy out there, <laughs> and it said, okay, what are we doing? And, of course, it shifts and changes. Now, what we had last week was we had a couple of planetary stations. We had Chiron entering a new sign. We had the sun entering a new sign. Uh, and this week, we're, you know, we, today we had Pluto stationing. So he's going to be stopped for five days, so we're going to feel him five days more. And then later in the week on August 26th, right now Mars is trapped between Saturn and Pluto, and he's going to leap over the fence of Pluto on the 26th and break free. Okay, so, uh, so it's a big week for change, and there's also a really, really juicy full moon that's going to take place. And if you were tracking, the, I send out emails, so sign up for my email. One of the things that I noticed was the new moon had stuff at 23 Scorpio rising. The Saturn station last week on Tuesday had stuff at 23 Scorpio rising. And lo and behold, the full moon that we're going to have this, uh, this Sunday coming on the 29th has ascendant at 22 Scorpio. So they're kind of happening in the same part of the sky and inviting us to really, you know, whenever there's this echo where the planets are like boom, 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 it feels a little relentless. Um, and it is. The point of it is it's it's pushing on us. It's going boom, boom. You know, and you kind of, you know, when you hear the beat, you know, you kind of go, okay, I'm hearing the rhythm. I'm feeling the rhythm. And there is a lot of rhythm up there. And it is all designed to get us to the next place. So the whole thing with this, you can go the easy way, you can go the hard way. I suggest the easy way. But, you know, some people like to go the hard way. I'm totally cool with that. But it is a boom, boom, and then a deep sonic boom, right? So this week, Pluto stationed this morning. And now he's going backwards until the end of September, beginning of October, joining Saturn. Now we're going to have over the next few years Saturn and Pluto kind of Saturn and Pluto stationing in harmony. Saturn is our structures and what we build and what we want. Pluto is how we tear down our structures and how they crumble and eventually go back to the Earth. So it's an interesting construct when these two guys meet because they say to you, understand that this structure needs to be permanently renovated, changed, or adjusted. And it's happening somewhere in your chart. Now what happens when the two of them stop like they did within five days of each other, or any planets, There's any planets have these, this is not just Saturn and Pluto, it creates what's called a midpoint. And the midpoint is a highly sensitive point that's halfway between the two. It's kind of like where the maximum tension is. That maximum tension is 15 Capricorn, so or 15 of any sign. Now, right now, Neptune's at 15, sextiling that maximum point. So it looks a little softer, perhaps, than it really is. 
because Neptune softened it a bit or made it maybe not as clear as it could be. But don't don't misunderestimate. Is that the right word? No, don't under reading too much stuff about George Bush and Barbara Bush dying. Don't misunderestimate. Don't underestimate. <laughs> uh, don't under note under just blah, blah, blah. I can't even think of the word. Don't think it isn't going to be a, a really potent point. What's going to happen is it's going to move backwards slowly as the two planets move, right? But right now, because they're stopped, it's stopped, and it's kind of grinding in. So if you've got stuff at 15, especially 15 of the cardinal, it's really getting the getting the push. If you don't, great. You know you're good. Uh, we also had Chiron going to Aries, which is the Tet Offensive, Martin Luther King, Kennedy assassination, Malcolm X assassination, the riots on campuses, uh, the gay pride came that later that in this cycle with Chiron and Aries. Chiron and Aries is, is wanting us to be a little more aggressive. And so when I was hearing about the plane crash with South, not the plane crash, the plane engine exploding with Southwest Air and that woman kind of getting pulled halfway through the window, um, I'm, you know, I kind of was thinking about Chiron because he's half human, half animal, uh, and that, you know, that the 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 dichotomy of him, and her, the the pilot talking on the radio to the um, the aircraft controllers and saying, well, we had a hole and someone went out the hole, and the pilot goes, the controller goes, somebody went out the hole, like the concept of it, and then she just landed that plane, right? So we have that kind of energy where it's like shockingly, amazingly awful, but at the same time, really positive outcome. She landed the plane. One person and their family lost a beloved mother and daughter and wife and grandmother and all the, a friend and all those things. But the, the rest of them went, wow, still here. And what does that then change for them, right? What does that change for them? So as you're watching the stuff either happening in your life, because it can happen in your life, or happening to the people around you, what the Saturn and Pluto are saying to us as they stop is nothing is forever. Everything passes. You're going to pass. I'm going to pass. Have you? Are you living your best life? And if not, why not? Now, Saturn and Pluto, the other image I kept getting for them is, you remember bullfighting or bull riding? You know, the, the bull's trapped in that little cage, right? And he's, you know, he's in there and then the cowboy gets on the bull and then they open the door and then the bull goes out and he's bucking and he's bucking and he's bucking. <laughs> That's the energy too, right? Because it's that trapped energy. Getting set free on Thursday the 26th when Mars jumps over Pluto and gets past him. But between now and then, incredible tension build up. Incredible tension build up as these planets park in the sky and Mars kind of relentlessly goes, okay, I'm trying to get you off my back. I want you off my back. So there's an element of eruption here too that we want to really be conscious of because that element of eruption can sometimes take us by surprise. But the other part is, hey, Changes here, changes here. So, and the Neptune sextiling that point may not make us realize at this particular moment what a key moment it is, but it really is a key moment, 
right? So if you just think about what happened last week, I mean, it was, it was a little wild. We had Bolton, we bombed Syria, we had the guy raided, we had the um, the court hearing, we had Sean Hannity, we had the airplanes crashing, we had planes, trains derailing, you know, hanging over the highway. I mean, some really potent visual images of structures collapsing or structures failing or structures being revealed, secrets being revealed. More of it this week, but we also are at the point where enough is out that as Mars jumps over Pluto on Thursday, we're going to be racing for the new direction, uh, racing towards the next chapter. Now, Mars is great. He's going to go forward for a while, but all summer long he's going to be retrograde, right? So there's going to be a back and a forth energy that goes back and forth and back and forth. But right now his goal is to get that guy off his back and to jump over Pluto and be free, okay? And he is exalted in Capricorn, so trust me, he's going to get the guy off his back. And however that shows up in your life, however Mars wants to leap over the guy and jump and buck around in the thing and get the guy off his back, that'll happen. You want to watch for that because that's the space where you're going to be asked to make a bunch of changes this summer and you're going to be asked to reevaluate your positions because Mars in Capricorn is a strategic Mars. It's very, very smart Mars. It's answering to Saturn and Capricorn stopped. It's answering to Pluto and Capricorn stopped. There's this strong energy that's really pulsing and pulling us into a whole new area. Right? Does that make sense? It's, it, it, when it's this complicated up there, I'm always like, hey, you know, how do I explain it? Other than to say, you know, watch, go watch some rodeos. You know, watch people get on those things and get thrown. If you've ever ridden the bull when you were in Texas, they have that place, that bar you can go. I'm sure they have more than one. But that bar you can go to and ride the bull. I did that one time, and I thought I was going to die. <laughs> I was like, and I was on a baby bull. It was like, you know, give me the soft ride. I don't want the hard ride. Um, you just kind of like on a bucking bronco, and it just it's not not working. Not working, and and it's a little crazy making, and that's okay. Honor the crazy, but then also look at where you're being pointed to to move, because the forward motion is always to that Leo house where the North Node is right now. So uh, we're being invited to head off into that area. Now the full moon that we have this week at the end of the week is at nine Taurus Scorpio, so that takes us back to Scorpio time in 2016, right? So we're back then, Scorpio of 2016, and then we're back to last summer, Leo time of 2017, and then we're forward to now, full moon, uh, with, with the sun in Taurus and the moon in Scorpio. And this is the Buddha moon. The Scorpio full moon in Taurus is called the Buddha moon. This is when the Buddha was enlightened. So plan on some enlightenment. The other thing is Mercury's moving forward, and when he's stationed and went direct, you know, he's on his third pass, and he's going forward, and he's going to square all those Capricorn planets. And as he does so, he tells the truth because he's an Aries. And he's saying, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to tell the truth now. I'm going to give you the truth, and you're going to understand it because you've heard version one, version two, version three. And you know, you know, you know the you know the story. There's the your tr- your version, my version, and the real version. 
And everybody looks at truth through their own vision. But this is one of those weeks when you're going to be able to look at truth through the other guy's eyes. Right? You're going to be able to understand it in a slightly different way because Mercury is very, very far from the sun. And he's going to say, you know, I think this is the story. And he's going to tell you the story. And then the sun is going to come along. And you're going to look at the sun kind of, oh, that's what was going on, huh? Right? That's what was going on? Is that what you were doing? And the sun's going to look at you and go, what? What do you mean, What? that's what I was doing? That wasn't what I was doing. And so you want to kind of go, huh. And then following the sun is Venus in Gemini. And she says, you know, if you listen to a bunch of different people telling the same story or telling it to you from their different perspectives and you apply common sense, you will understand what the real truth is. Because this week Venus goes out of Taurus where there's only one truth. She goes into Gemini and she says there's multiple truths. But it's the same kind of multiple truths, the Rashomon story of when you're touching the elephant. You know, you blindfold a person and you have them hold the ear and it's skinny and it wiggles. And then you have them hold the side and it feels like a wall. And then you have them hold the leg and it feels like a trunk, a tree trunk. You know, depending on what you're touching, what happens this week, the blindfold gets taken off. And that is a really important thing to remember. This has been going on for a while. You're going to see it this week or next week, but it's happening. This This is the reveal. And when it happens, you want to go, wow, Mercury says, this is the truth, Taurus comes along and goes, Sun and Taurus goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Venus in Gemini follows his cleanup and says, well, there's actually a few ways to look at that, and it could be this or it could be that. What do you think is the right way? What do you think is actually going to happen? And then while Venus is in Gemini, she's offering us the opportunity to examine it, recognizing there are variables, certainly, that's part of the deal of the world, But there also are things that are really true. And one of of my favorite talk show hosts um, would always say the truth is easy. The truth is simple. When it gets real complicated, they start telling the stories and there's all this stuff, you're you're not dealing with the truth anymore. You're dealing with stuff, right? And so in that capacity... By dealing with stuff, you want to kind of say, okay, well, what's the core essence here? Let's let's write it down. <coughs> let's look at it. Let's think about it. Let's let's see what we see, and 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 why we see it, and and what we see. And so, honoring that energy, we still have series out of bounds, but the chart is starting to open up. And as the energy leaps and bounces and changes, we also have Uranus at the very, 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 very last degree of Aries, which he's going to be in between now and May 14th when he goes into Taurus, starting a new 84-year cycle in Taurus. He hasn't been there in 84 years, right? So we're at the culmination of Uranus and Aries, taking us back to 210 to 11 when Uranus entered Aries in the first place. And he said, okay, you know, what is, what is the focus? 
And, of course, Uranus and Aries is very pointed because it's fiery, and it's very explosive because it's Uranus. When he goes into Taurus, he's going to be a whole different kettle of fish because he's going to be talking to you from a different perspective. He's going to be talking to you about, well, what is it you need to remove? What do, what do you actually need to get rid of, Uranus? Change, shift, change, move, to grow the thing you're trying to grow. So it's a big week. Not as big as last week, but still pretty big. But because Mars is coming to Pluto, that is a war aspect. So we are going to war on some level in our charts, in the world, in the world around us. When Mars and Pluto meet up, we often feel the buildup. As Pluto is stopped, we're going to really feel it even more. Uh, Meaning when Pluto's stationed today, he's going to be stationing through Friday at the same degree. And Mars meets Pluto um, on the 26th in the morning. So the 24th, 25th, 26th, 23rd, all big tension. And then he hits he hits Pluto, and you're going to feel a shift in the energy on the 26th. You're going to calm down a little, but we're still going towards that full moon in Scorpio, that emotional aha enlightenment moment, right? Potent week. Um, all right, so let's do moons. Uh, happy Earth Day, by the way. So Pluto stationed direct this morning at 11.23 in the morning. And now he's uh, in Leo, went into Leo this afternoon. And he's going to be in Leo tomorrow the 23rd, Monday the 23rd, and Tuesday the, uh, the 24th through 2.39 p.m. when he goes void with a trine to Uranus. So Leo, trining Uranus, nice creative moon. Void for a couple hours, Tuesday afternoon, 2.30 to 4.40. Then he enters Virgo, Tuesday night, 4.40. PM and he's there Friday or is there Tuesday night, Wednesday, and then he goes void bright and early uh Friday morning Thursday morning at five forty nine AM and he's void all day Thursday. So Thursday is a void all day. Now that's gonna be our processing also what happened the twenty third, twenty fourth, and twenty fifth. So we when we see these Mars Pluto aspects, we know we have a little bit of a, a tough week because Mars and Pluto are uh joining, but they're also in the sign of war and the sign of destruction. Um, so Thursday's our mental process day. Okay, The moon's void all day. It enters Libra at 9.13 at night. It's in Libra Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and it goes void at 1.32 on Sunday with an opposition to Uranus. So whatever happens in the early part of the week, you're going to want to separate from, you're going to see it clearly, you're going to go, you know what, I don't want to do this anymore, I'm kind of done here on the back half, the back half of the weekend. Then the moon is goes into Scorpio on the full moon on Sunday the 29th, and it's in Scorpio, and it goes void with the sextile to Mars on Monday. So the full moon has a nice closing aspect of a sextile that says once you have the aha moment, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and you go, okay, my bull threw the, the guy off the back, you know, dumped him, and he's, you know, and you know how, like, when they dump it, they're still running around that pen going crazy a little, right, the rodeo pen. And then, okay, get out of Dodge. You know, that bull's going to come over and gore you. That's Thursday, Friday, Saturday, all right? Now, I know I'm using graphic imagery, and I know sometimes people go, ooh, man, that's kind of graphic. And I, I'm I'm not trying to be scary. I'm just trying to get you to think about it as energy, you know. Like, I personally would never get on a bull, I mean, I've done. Many, I mean, I did once when I was stupid and a little drunk, but I would never do it again. <laughs> so, 
you want to kind of honor where you're where you're not stupid and drunk anymore, you know. And you go, yeah, it happened to me once. I'm doing that again. I got to maybe try a different tack this time. And so honor your wisdom. Honor where your chart's saying to you. You know, that way lies a problem. This way is maybe a little easier. And, you know, and sometimes you're facing a choice between really bad and kind of bad. You know, go with kind of bad, you know, if if you have to make a choice. But understand that this energy is hard energy. It is temporary, but it can be very overwhelming for people. So if you have friends who are really having emotional troubles, reach out to them because this is a hard week for folks. Um, and people can really feel very overwhelmed. Okay, so you know, check in with your check in with your peeps that can be a little stressed. So the first part of the week is all about that Mars Pluto station, incredible tension. And I do encourage you to honor uh, t- and take care of yourself with good self care techniques. So the Sun this week uh, is in Taurus, and it really doesn't have a whole lot of aspects. It has a it runs from four Taurus to um, hang on to twenty two 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 from four Taurus to ten to eleven Taurus, and what it's going to do is going to trine Vesta on the twenty fourth, and that's Tuesday, helping you clean up the house or change your home or shift it up, and then it's going to have a trine to Saturn at the end of the week on the twenty ninth to say to you, okay, now you understand why you needed to do that, right? So so when we get to Saturday, Sunday, there's going to be kind of a, a figuring out of things. You're going to have a little bit more clarity. Also, we're going to be past the Neptune, which will help a lot. Mercury, clearing his shadow, moving a little faster, going between 9 Aries and uh, 11, 12 Aries. He's going to have a square to Saturn, his third square, on Wednesday. That is the truth you're hearing. Believe it. Believe it. Don't believe the fake. Believe the truth. They're telling you. Mercury is trying series, out of bounds, very creative energy on that 26, pushes stuff forward. There's a lovely sextile and trine to the nodes of fate on the 27th. Take the high road, go for what you love, don't dawdle, go for it. Give yourself permission to use this energy in an uplifting way. Venus is running from 27 Taurus to 8 or 6 Gemini, she's moving pretty quickly, um, So she's whipping along in her seven days. She enters Gemini on the 24th on Tuesday, and she enters Gemini uh, at 12.40 p.m. So she's then going to say, okay, maybe there's not just one reality. Maybe there are multiple things going on simultaneously. That elephant. So when you take the blindfold off after you've been painting the elephant or feeling the elephant and describing it, you go, okay, I get it. There's the ear, there's the trunk, there's the tail, there's the side, there's the legs. I get how it could feel so different, but still be the same elephant. You want to watch for the elephant in the room. Or because it's Taurus, you want to watch for the bull in the room. Um, And just know, okay, now Venus gets out of the sign of the bull, and so now she's saying, understand, there's, there's multiple versions of reality operating simultaneously. And they are not necessarily inconsistent, but they are not necessarily congruent. In other words, they're not all going to match, but they're all operating simultaneously. And your job is to understand that, that it's not always a simple truth. Even though the truth is simple, often there are layers. And when it gets messy and complicated and weird, and you can't explain it, 
take Warren Buffett's approach. He doesn't buy anything that he can't understand. Don't buy into it if you don't understand it, okay? Because it's probably not true. Um, so Venus, busy girl that she is, she's got a, a good partnership energy on Sundays. She wants to partner and, and help you partner in a new way. She's also quintile Neptune, which gives her a good dream that she's going to work on. And she's biquintile Vesta, so she's really in the mood to make some changes around the home. And then she has a quintile to the node, which is inviting you to do new things. So she's, in, she's got really nice aspects. So the other place you can go is go to your Venus this week. Go to your Taurus Gemini house because that's where there's, there's a little shelter from the storm. And, and you hang out over there with Venus and you kind of chat with her and ask when the bus is going to come and, you know, get out your book and read it. Um, and just know that that's a, an optional place to hang out while all the chaos is going on. She enters Gemini on the 24th, and she has a sextile to Chiron, now fresh and new in Aries. So she's going to bring up some wounded matters on Tuesday and perhaps reopen the wound. Then she has a biquintile to Saturn, which is really harnessing your old talents and tricks and techniques. She has a contraparallel to Pluto, and that's all on the weekend, where she looks and she says, you know what, I, I, I appreciate that this is a story, but I don't really want to play anymore. I want to go home. I'm going to leave now. The big breakup week, okay? Once that little Bronco guy, once the bull dumps the rider, big breakup week, okay? And we're done. We, we've done our, we've been, we've ridden the bull. We're time to go home from the rodeo. We're, we're ready. And, and it's that energy of tiredness too, right? It's got a tiredness to it because you're just like, uh, really? Yeah, really. Uh, Venus is also in conjunct Vesta, so there's a, a sense of dissatisfaction on the weekend with the choices made. Because she's like, well, I made this choice, and I thought this is what I really wanted, but now I'm seeing it's not. Now, it doesn't mean you have to throw everything away. It means you have to adjust. It's an adjusting entry. It doesn't mean a throwing away an, an entry. And then Venus is sesquiquadrate Pluto, on the 29th, whatever happens this weekend that makes you feel this week or next weekend that makes you feel like you got taken or you got schnookered, you didn't. This was all part of the plan. Had to happen this way for you to really see it. This is how it works. So don't be upset with being taken advantage of or don't be upset if something doesn't go right. What you want to do is look, lean in a little and look, in, look under the rock and see what the lesson was. There's a lesson there for you. And kind of like a clue from the heavens. Remember, we're, we're in story now. Pluto and Saturn go in retrograde. They're not, they're not anywhere near done. They're just saying, hey, you know, this is, when the, this is the cliffhanger. You know, when they, they stop the movie and you're like, what do you mean you're going to stop now? And, and I imagine people are going to be a little bit like when uh, The Sopranos ended and the screen went to black. Everybody was so mad. What do you mean you can't just end it like that? You can't just go to black. It's like, yeah, I can. I'm the, I'm the creator of the show. I can go to black if I want to. So if it goes to black, same idea. Uh, wait, your cable did not go out. <laughs> but you are being worked with, with the powerful transformational forces of the universe. It's all for your transformation. 
all for your soul's growth, all for a purpose bigger than you, all to help you get where you're supposed to go, play with the energy, work with the energy, productively challenge and ride the energy. Mars is sextile to Jupiter. That's a lovely aspect on the 24th. So he is really feeling juiced up. Your cowboy thinks he can ride that bull. And then they open the chute, and he goes, "Uh uh-oh. And he's got a technique. He's got a technique. He's using the technique. And then on the 26th, Mars jumps over Pluto, and he gets thrown from the bull, or he falls, or he he jumps off. Sometimes they jump off the bull. You know, they leave. And that's okay, too. And that's the war energy. And, of course, the buildup is before the exactitude on the 26th. So really, we're going to feel a lot better after the 26th, even if we might feel a little exhausted. Jupiter's semi-sextile Vesta gives us changes around our home, our understanding about what's important. We've already talked about the Pluto station, and we also are looking at Uranus semi-squaring Athena, saying to us, you didn't get taken, you just didn't see all the components. Now that you see all the components, you go. Now, you know, if you watch... I don't remember his name, but the guy who did The Sixth Sense. You know, when you get to the end of the movie and you're like, wait a minute, what do you mean Bruce Willis is dead? That's not right. If you hate stuff like that, you want to stay home this week, okay? (laughs) That's the kind of week it's going to be. Trust me, a lot of that going around in the sky up there. Neptune also is squaring Athena, revealing the pattern, the underlying pattern that you hadn't seen before. So you're going to see it. You did not get, you didn't do anything wrong. A lot of people go, I got tricked. I, I, I. No, 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 no. It was always there for you to see. You were just in the rapture. You didn't see it when you, when you, were, when you were shown it. But now that Juno's going into Aries, trust me, you see it. You're going to partner in a whole different way. And she goes into Aries on the 28th, next Saturday. And you're going to say, yeah, I got it. And Juno meets up with Chiron on Sunday, and she says, fool me once, baby. Shame on you. Fool me twice. It ain't going to happen. So that's the other part of the week. Don't worry if you've been fooled. It's okay. You're going to figure it out on the other side. And on that note, the British lady says, I'm done. So I'm done. I'm going to hang up. I'm going to wish you a good week. Hang in there. Do a lot of breaths. Do deep breathing, do a lot of self-care, go to bed early, maybe have a couple cocktails if you're not, you know, sober. Um, if you're not, you know, if you've been drinking, don't go back and slip. But, you know, for the rest of us, you know, can have a cocktail every now and then because you just really need one. But really practice good self-care because it is going to be a wild week on planet Earth. Take care, lots of love, and um, uh, I'm going to be sitting here at the bright red desk manning the computer. Bye-bye.